0: Welcome to the N Word for Nerd (laughs) podcast. We were just talking about jokers that don't read and their intelligence (laughs) levels. That's what makes you more likely to subscribe, share, and follow us here on all of our social media sites. And that includes Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, and Spotify. Guys, we're everywhere you want to and we are everywhere we need to be because, you know, that's how we, you know, get our paper. Even though we're not really getting that paper, but we're gonna we're gonna uh, get that. No. 2022 is the year of that paper. Anyway, but I do want to give a shout out to some people who, not really sponsors, but some people work that I enjoy.
1: Uh, Actually, I'm wearing a shirt from a gentleman now. Man, it's your boy, Jim Shoot. Keep it the chip too. with In Your Face Art, man. We make art. We sell art. Thank you guys for watching this video. Just want to let you know that each and every video is sponsored by InYourFaceArt.com. You'll be able to check down the link in the description so you can see many of the artworks that we do, designs, t-shirts, posters, customization, all that great stuff. So thank you for joining us, man. Thank you for coming to watch this video. I hope you get a lot of great value from it, a lot of good laughs. Or it's uh, in your face
0: art so i n uh yo <laughs> y o face so oh, art yeah yeah so dot .com he does some great stuff on there anime stuff oh, cool stuff nice. right there and then i have a brother named uh james Cansey who also does some drawings he recently did um some paint work for me for the harder they fall so i'll make sure i get that up here on the on our socials as well so people can see that work cuz it's uh he's, really good stuff he's an and support him
1: Yeah, (laughs) oh there you go. Doing some drawings reminds me of that Mike Myers uh scan on FNL. I like to do some drawings. (laughs) Hello, my name is Simon. I like to do drawings.
0: (laughs) 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 I mean that's how I imagine he does it. Just that that's that same exact way. All right. Well, let's jump into our movie run this week. So we're gonna start off with the Kingsman um recently released on well, movies two weeks ago so we're running a little bit behind but this synopsis here one man must race against time to stop history's worst tyrants and criminal masterminds as they get together to plot a war that could wipe out millions of people and destroy humanity
1: jason do you want to jump on this one first or you want to leave that sure i'll jump on this one first i'll go take a little swing at the king's man um. Yeah, this is probably the second best one of these that they've made of the three. I think, in my humble opinion, I really enjoyed this movie. It was a lot of fun, a lot of um, sort of different things. You know what? What really, uh, really hated about this movie that it made the Matrix in comparison look worse. Because there are some definitely some fight scenes in here that were really cool, really inventive. Not you know technically crazy or anything like that. Nothing will ever compare to that church scene from the first Kingsman. But like there's some stuff that were really like dramatic and and the like, gotcha and then and then like the in fight scene, the sword fight was really, really dope, really cool, really well shot. Um, one of my few nitpicks for this movie is one, uh, they gotta stop frigging women in, in in movies. Like I get it, you know, it's an easy way to to send a man off to to uh, to to do something, but there's other ways to like spur someone to do things other than killing off. Their most important female uh, relative, and it's and it's done. And in fact, they even do a better way of of, of spurring of the fridge by actually giving somebody a character art before they are uh, un, unceremoniously uh, dispatched. But you know, like it's it's a part that about time that we can start finding different ways to to tell these stories. And that was one of my things that it was just like a little bit disappointing that they started this movie off with that. And also. Um, my second Nick pick is uh, the characters that they had um, at the end, they end up forming. And I don't think this is a spoiler alert because this is what's going to happen. It's a prequel. We know that and they end up forming the Kingsman secret service uh, intelligence agency. Uh, and the, some the characters end up getting the code names that we know from the franchise, but I don't feel like they were different enough or like um, specialized enough to get the code names that they got. Does that make sense? Mm. <laughs> Yeah, like because they were all pretty good at just like fighting, and then the original Kingsman, like you know, Merlin was definitely like the tech guy, and then Galahad was definitely like the fighter, and like you know, and Arthur was definitely like just the guy who told everybody what to do. Um, in this one, they're all just kind of really, really good at beating shit out of people. (laughs) 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 So it's like, oh, I don't. I mean, like, I get that's. I mean, they had to you know have come up with the code name somehow. But it's like, you know, this character doesn't really seem like Merlin to me because he doesn't really do any like crazy tech stuff in 1902 Mm -hmm. or 1912, whenever this shit take place. But other than that, it was still fun. Like the characters were pretty fun. Uh, Rasputin uh, is definitely a highlight. His fight scene was definitely uh, a lot of fun for me because it was like it took uh, some ballet dancing and kind of like Russian like style dancing and and added that into his, his fight choreography, which I thought was cool. Uh, you know, so this movie was fun and it's it's I don't think that it's gotten I mean it was supposed to come out like two years ago. So mm. and it's kind of sad that it hasn't gotten released until yet, because you know, normally when they you know wait on these sort of things, even though we had this global pandemic, the fact that they waited on it kind of made you feel like that this wasn't going to be any good. But this is actually a nice little, you know, as Jaron would say, a little mid-level movie, like a good mid-level movie that, you know, just is mm. fun to watch and had some really cool moments too. So that is my review without spoiling anything because I did it.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> a, a f- phenomenal job. Um, Because that's what we, we strive here now. to try not to do all the spoilers up front, but I mean, sometimes we fail completely and utterly. So, yes. um, Let's just start off full disclosure, guys. When I saw this movie, because we weren't going to really review it, and I was like, oh, we got to review this movie. So you already know how my review is going to go. <laughs> but because... I like to keep that same energy. This movie is part king and part man, but all the way fun. This is one of the movies where I could and I should nitpick the hell out of it because my reputation on this show, as everybody knows, is I'm kind of a grouch and a grump, and I almost hate everything. So let's Chase, go ahead and start off off. the movies.
1: <laughs> right, yes. Let's, we become the two just... black fit guy Muppets <laughs> from like hated <laughs> right, <yes>. white... <laughs> <I did> it. <laughs> right. And so
0: let's just go ahead and start off with the things because I want to get that energy out the way so I can get to all the great shit I want to talk about. Let's go ahead and go into Jason's nitpick of this movie. Uh, this movie's pacing is complete and utter trash. It feels like it doesn't know what series this is because it doesn't have time for like a Kingsman movie. And then half the time it feels like something completely different. Uh, all the character relationships are forced except for uh, Voldemort and his son. <laughs> and let's just call it what it is. Uh, <laughs> even giving, yeah, even making a maid fall for Voldemort like randomly at the like on part of the movie, which isn't much of a spoiler because yeah. it doesn't really lead to anything, it's nope. terrible. that I don't know why they put it in there. Uh, and let's be complete, yes, oh, she's extremely hot anyway. <laughs> let's be completely honest. And I don't know how you feel about this, Jason, but they probably had the worst post credit scene in the history of all of cinema. Oh, yeah, that was so dumb. <laughs> so, after we got all that out the way, so y'all can say, oh, I can't believe Jason liked this movie. And all these other movies, he shreds to death. Okay, there's your shredding, guys. Everybody happy? <laughs> you can exile it. You can we- woosah. All right, let's go woosah. into this one. All right. I'm going to keep the same energy because, you know, this is the N-word review. And I'm about to get real N-word on this one because this movie is crazy. It's fun. It's foolish. I mean, they put my man Voldemort up in here, and he got a nose, and he's out here giving <laughs> everybody the business, bro. Look, it got real wacky with me <laughs> with the Rasputin thing, but like you said, oh. the fight scene is so great in there; it's amazing. I hate the fact they had the job out my brother Armistad, but somebody <laughs> gotta take that L to show out how bad I mean, Rasputin, Rasputin <laughs> is. Now nah, they jobbed him; they jobbed him. Let's 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 get, let's take it, let's get it
1: straight. Like, uh, these are who should it's always getting jobbed in the movies. Like, he's a black guy that comes in there to provide some gravitas, and then he gets his ass kicked, and he's out. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Now, he does get a quasi-redemption of that jobbing near the end that I, that I do rock with, but at the end of the day, he got jobbed out for that one. So the, the problem with this movie that most people are going to find that I love is that this movie literally is like three movies jammed into one, and... Not in the sense of like a genre split movie, because y'all know how much I love those genre split movies where the movie's going along, but it's just two different type of genres battling for which is the main one while the movie goes. Now this movie is like, hey, we're going to start off as this, and then we're going to switch gears and become this, and then we're going to switch gears again and become that. So Mm -hmm. if you ain't about that life, (laughs) get out now. You don't want to see this movie because, like I said earlier, the pacing is terrible in it. But what works in it is because every three components, which I would say the components are, I feel like, this movie is like trying to be a, a historical movie, then a war movie, and then a spy kind of actioneer movie. All three components by themselves work very, very well. Like, when I say the war part of this movie is so well done, not as good as Ooh. 1917, but it is really well done. I mean, that fight scene and the silence is oh my immaculate. God. I was it's on the immaculate. edge of my seat. <laughs> yes. Um, the the, the action there part of it, you know, Rasputin's fight that we talked about is just amazing. And then, you know, you get the spy kind of hijinks with the final run where the airplane and it, it, it's a lot going on in this movie. But like I said, the problem is, is that all three the of goats. these parts are so well done. They just don't connect very well. It's like, literally, it's like, okay, this is going on and then they make a reason why they get to the next part and then they make a reason to get to the next part, but these reasons aren't compelling. They aren't things that you think, oh, there's a natural flow of things. It's just like, almost felt like Matthew Vaughn was like, "Uh, I want to make three movies, but they're only giving me the budget to make one at this time, so I'm still going to make three movies, but deal with it. So, if you can't buy into that premise, you're going to miss the boat on this movie. I will tell you this, um, I loved it i loved it it's one of these movies for me where it's just <laughs> everything in my everything in my rating system and critic system is like i should rip this movie apart but it doesn't like it, it's something about this movie because it doesn't feel like kingsman it feels like kingsman light yeah but all the parts that I feel like kingsman is like so kingsman good is. right right but all the parts that feel like kingsman is so so good it kind of overtakes the parts that don't feel like it but then, like I said, that war part that isn't like Kingsman at all is still intriguing as hell. Like, And if we get to spoilers, we'll even talk about one of the intriguing parts of that war part. But I, I can't explain to people like why I like this movie so much, except for all I can <laughs> say is that if you're willing to deal with the three different genres and you can stomach the pacing, you'll enjoy this movie. Like it, it, it's It's going to be in these list of movies for me where that I will never tell anybody who's a real astute aficionado of movies to enjoy. But if you just want a nice, dumb, fun movie, but also isn't, like, entertaining as hell, like, this is that movie. Like, I don't yeah. know how else to explain I mean, maybe Jason can elaborate better than I can, but nope, it's so hard for me to tell anybody. <laughs> right. Because it's so frantic.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just, like, for me, it's just, like, it's a breath of fresh air. Because, like, even though there, it's a sequel or a prequel to a franchise it doesn't feel like it's treading the same ground as the previous Mm -hmm. movies are it feels like they actually were trying to do something like fresh with it and like you know like Kingsman could have easily gotten to like really into like the goofy tropey territory of like the wacky shenanigans that this sort of ripoff thing goes through and this one was more like a grounded like real world like war story with a little mm-hmm. bit of espionage, a little bit of of a little bit of the wackiness in it, but it was more more grounded than the rest of them were. And it was just like, wow, they're not trying to shove us down. Like, remember, like, oh, this guy, remember this guy, like, oh, that's the guy from the first one. Remember him? Week wink, not good. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> so maybe that's why it's it's just refreshing that like this is actually a movie like that where they just tried to do some something different or something new with the franchise they were deal- dealing with, or at least I guess something old with it because it's a prequel so (laughs) right
0: um let's go ahead and i guess let's give our ratings on here uh what would you rate kingman i would give it a solid 3.5 out of four out of four no it's look man i i i can't i can't knock you on that one i'm at i think i'm at a 3.8 out of four like I, i and i think more about the eight the extra uh, point three to make an 8 is for me because I was surprised by how much I enjoyed this. Because yeah. I even, at the beginning, kind of rolled my eyes like, oh, here we go. And I yeah, was like, I was- oh, this is cool. That's cool. That's really cool. Man, what did they do that? That camera shot's awesome. Like, yes.
1: Because, <laughs> yeah, at the beginning oh. I was like, this this is going to be some dumb bullshit where we're just going to get some same stupid tropes over and over again. But, like, that, besides that one thing I already complained about, like, they were like, oh, yeah, let's just go Let's just have fun with this. And that was cool. That was cool. Thanks, you everyone, again, for listening to
0: the N Word Nerd podcast. We are so happy to bring you this show. We really appreciate everybody's help and comments and all that. Next week, we'll get back to reading some comments. We do have some comments on Arcane. We do have some comments on The Matrix. Yes. We do have some comments on um, just people just trashing me. So I'm excited about next week. We'll have some comments <laughs> on there. Um, I can't wait to your Matrix before, comments. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, as we mentioned before, please remember to like, share, subscribe, and follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and yeah, Apple Pie, all the place, Anchor FM. If you are interested in being on the N Word for Nerd podcast, please shoot us an email at H as in Harry, Cannon, C-A-N-N-O-N, C as in cat. At gmail.com. So that is hcannonc at gmail.com. Email us. Let us know you're interested. And we'll tell you how we run down the show. And we can have, if you want to be on the show and talk, whatever
1: we're talking. Particularly than young ladies between the ages of 30 and 35 who are also single. (laughs) Hey. Hey. You don't have to be any of that. But we would like another... Another opinion that is not so cisgendered male.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure.
1: And as always, Duke of Our Nerds, any final words? Uh Be kind, be considerate, and tip your bartenders 20%. Unless it's Jaren, then just spit in him. Spit in his face. I love you, Jaren. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, thank you guys as always for listening. We will be back here for you next week. And peace. And yes, Rasputin's nasty tongue can heal your leg, (laughs) all your legs.